Good day, good day, everybody. This is Coffee Conversations with uh, Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing great uh, today. We got uh, Jesus is hovering over my, my my left shoulder here today. We have a we have a new occupant uh, we, in Deacon Bob's office. We do. We have a five foot picture of um, the Divine Mercy image in my office. Yeah, it's 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 a large and in charge picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for it's sure. a very big frame. For sure. Um, I just read. Uh, a bl- prayer of blessing for the picture. So I think we're going to use that for divine mercy this year. Oh, nice. That as you gaze on the picture, may you experience God's mercy through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hey. I thought that was, it was something I haven't seen before, but made a lot of sense. Hey, there you go. You think, would would Jesus be a, a coffee person or a tea person? Hmm. Or, or a wine person? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking either wine or tea. Wine or tea? Uh, he yeah, wouldn't be coffee? Know. I don't know. No seems more herbal <laughs> he does he seems he seems pretty herbal i don't know so, i think i think he'd be i think he'd be a medium roast you think medium roast guy because the lighter roasts actually have more caffeine in them than than dark roast coffee because dark roast so he like you know he's okay. he, he's 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 digestible you know there, there there's mm-hmm. some there's some real content there he's he's able to challenge people but uh, but you know it's not too intense either you know with right. the, the dark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They say tea has more caffeine than coffee, so. Oh yeah. I'm rocking some tea. <laughs> mm, me too. Uh, Are you? Some some green some green tea. I know it is ironic. I I think I end up confessional time. I think I actually drink more tea than I do uh, coffee because we're doing it in the afternoon. Well, I was doing a lot of coffee and then. I was told I probably should cut back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say it was not the dark roast. I was more on the light roast side of oh, yeah. caffeinated. <laughs> Got so, the IV drip. Yeah. IV Went through drip. way too many pots of coffee a day. Nice. So. Well, here we are. Here we are. It's uh, it's spring now. We we got some beautiful weather outside. It's like, I think it was supposed to be 70 degrees today. Yep. Was walking back and forth, um, playing some basketball with the kids and, you know, it's everyone's everyone's doing great. Yeah, everybody's or, in short sleeves and yeah, kind of looking spot like summer and spring. You know, now it's time for the mulch to go down. Yeah. Some of the maintenance guys were cleaning out the beds, so ready to get the good old mulch smell going everywhere. Yeah, that's not my favorite job. No, no, you just walk away and you're just covered in like this black sooty kind of mm-hmm. grime. Now, do you prefer mulch or rocks? I found that mulch dissolves away, where mm-hmm. rocks, the weeds just grow up and you have to rake them all off, and yeah, rocks are a lot harder. It's it's a pain the first time you do it, but I don't know. I, it's it's less maintenance over the time. Did you put down uh, like that the landscaping fabric? Yeah. Um, so at my parents' house this year, on my days off, I think I'm gonna do some work around. Work around the outside and do some some rocks around. So yeah, you get the the fabric and then the weed you know, just blast it with the weed killer, <laughs> destroy everything within a four mile radius, <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah, put the rocks down. But uh, yeah, you just don't have to scrape it off. Mulch looks great for like two weeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know it discolors and everything. And but I do love the back. spell. I do love the spell. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that'll that'll be a great debate. You know, if anyone. Wants to email us about their 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 mulch or rocks preferences, yes. uh, or where to go uh, to get any. Just let it, let us know. <laughs> so we're beginning the 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 spring the spring rehaul. We are. 
And uh, Lent is almost over. It is. The, the word Lent meaning springtime, so we're into spring. I can't believe. It's uh, week, well, next week's Holy Week. Yep. Already. Um, how's, your, how's your Lent gone? Better than I thought. Um, I gave up just eating junk food, mm-hmm. which for me is like coffee was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was like oh, a at, staple. At it was a, a food group unto itself. What's your go-to junk food? Uh, chocolate. Oh yeah. Chips. Cookies. Candy. I'm more of a salt snacker. Really? Yeah. I'm more of a salt snacker. So like meat and cheese, hummus. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but it's been good. Mm-hmm. I asked that I would know God in a different way, and I've come to learn more about God. Did you find yourself eating more fruits and vegetables? We did. Uh, doing a lot of salad for lunch. Oh, salad. Yes. So, spending a whole lot of time with salad. Mm. What's, your, what's your go-to dressing? We have this garlic expressions. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's very good. Nice. But I want to make my own. That's going to be my next mm, thing. That's fun. Grow your own garlic? No, we don't do garlic. But we do uh, tomatoes and, and that kind of thing. But nice. I haven't tried garlic. My brother does, and he grows tons of it. So. <laughs> How about you? Well, it's it's been good. Uh, I have to admit, it's kind of been, I don't know, some some years Lent is 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 easier to enter into it than others. Um I'm not sure exactly why, but my my practices were good. I did uh, no necessary spending, uh, so didn't so un, no unnecessary spending. So I saved a saved a few dollars and was able to donate a little more to some to some charities uh, that I like to this year. Uh, so that was good. And the other one I was doing was uh, what I was I was kind of calling Operation Screen Time Sixty. <laughs> so that's yeah, fun to have a little name, but. You know, so you're only using my phone uh, screen time for about 60 minutes a day. So, because I, I think I, I mentioned before, I like I, I noticed like probably two and three hours. You know, I'd be on there at least a day, just just different things. And uh, even though I know some of the some of the stats with younger kids are like you know six seven hours, yeah. which is which is crazy. We're all gonna have like crazy eye problems. <laughs> <laughs> We're hunched over necks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of thumb arthritis. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to use um, less time on my phone, you know. You know, in going to my phone, you know, it's kind of like you're desiring communion with other people in a sense, especially through social media. I suppose um, you're desiring goods, um, but it kind of kind of lead to this super saturation of not really helpful things. So it, it, it went it went a little hard. You know, I I can't say that I really most days got sixty minutes, but I could tell that I was much more aware of like. Am I picking this up out of a sense of need, or am I picking this up mm-hmm. out of a sense of want? You know, am I actually using this as a tool for something that I need? Am I, you know, looking at the calendar, using GPS, you know, doing some of the things I actually need it for, um, or not? So it was a bit of a it was a bit of a struggle, but it was it was good. And one of the things I was I was reflecting on was that you can't just avoid sin, um, but you have to grow in virtue, right? So. So as a part of Lent, you know, in, a real, in a real sense, we do want to practice penance. We do want to acknowledge maybe parts of our life that aren't you know, going too well, where we, we do have some sinfulness, and we want to move away from those, those places. But we can't just focus on, 
on that, but we have to focus, okay, well, what's replacing the thing that I'm trying to move away from, right? So I would find myself, um, you know, with this with this extra time, and it's like, okay, what am I going to do with it? Well, why don't, why not, like, play guitar, which is always something I, I always say oh, I want to do, but I never actually make time for. Mm-hmm. You know, doing something creative, something uh, that's good to kind of fill that space. So I'm not just focusing on the phone that I'm not using. I like that. Um, and going back to my salad image, <laughs> if I wanted to give up junk food, I had to have something to replace it with. Because mm. just giving something up doesn't point you in the right direction. It just leaves you with a void. Yeah. So um, yeah. looking for a positive replacement. So giving up social media and calling a friend or giving up social media and walking with a friend. Right. That kind of fulfills that need in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. And so to say like that in life, human life and the spiritual life, we have these things called vices and we also have, and we also have something called virtue. Uh, And virtue is not really, I don't think something that we really talk about uh, a lot, even within kind of our larger kind of, uh, sexual, secular uh, culture and context. I mean, I think part of it is because there has to be a right and wrong mm-hmm. and this and that, and we find ourselves disagreeing, you know, with, in a lot of ways with each other nowadays uh, on what that is. But, you know, virtue, the idea, the concept of virtue has been around for, for uh, a long time in the ancient world, like, you know, Socrates and Plato. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys way before Jesus were talking about uh, virtues. Essentially, habits of choosing what is not just good, but, uh, but best in our life. So uh, for an example, I, you know, we, we all need to drink water uh, at some point, right? <laughs> so our body is made up of what, a 90% water? There's a lot. <laughs> and they say we're supposed to drink, what is it, like half a gallon or something? Yeah, I forget there's like a formula of your weight and how much water you're supposed to drink. Yeah. We're supposed to drink water. Mm-hmm. I know at different times of my life, I don't exactly uh, exactly drink water. Do you do you carry around uh, like a Nalgene or something? I you carry around on? usually a cup full of oh, coffee. weak tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually weak tea. Oh, yeah. Um, it was coffee for, for like a long, long time. Mm, yeah. Um, or I have this big cup at home that holds about 30 ounces. Yeah. So I try to drink about four of those a day. Mm. Nice. That's that's good. You know, I I think at one point I acknowledged that I needed to drink more water. And one of the things I did was started carrying around a Nalgene. Because mm-hmm. it's like if I have a Nalgene, I'm actually going to think about my need for water. And then actually have, you know, not just the idea, but the, actually the source of the water, you know, with me. And I think ideally, you know, I'd like to drink probably, you know, two Nalgenes a day, you know. And so in one sense... You know, we have this, you know, dehydration would be, you know, the negative sense of that. You know, we, we don't want to be dehydrated. Uh, the positive would be we want to actually be hydrated. So, you know, having something to remind me uh, of, uh, of the, the journey, you know, I think, I think is helpful. So in the sense of we can't just think about, well, I need to drink more water. I need to drink more water. I need to drink more water. You know, thinking about it isn't going to make it, you know, happen. We actually have to have something positive you know, to help reinforce that desire, you know, that we have. Like that. And I think <clears throat> there's some people that they want not to be mean or they want not to gossip. Right. 
So the positive would be how do I be kind or to people or how do I look to see how I can be more helpful to people mm-hmm. right. um, and ask God to help me overlook their flaws so I'm not negative or I'm not gossiping. Right, right. Yeah, and even just in regards to, um, you know, our own thoughts, whether that's, you know, thoughts of, uh, thoughts of anger, thoughts of lust, thoughts of greed, you know, what are we, how are we changing, how are we seeking to change our thoughts, you know, or are we just kind of going back to the same thing? And then really, truly, as Christians, we don't just practice, you know, virtue as a human ability alone, but mm-hmm. that it is a grace so that God wants to, to help us to do that. You know, how are we bringing prayer, like, how much of our day, you know, is calling upon God, you know, which would be a virtue, you know, the virtue of, of reaching out, you know, for divine help, you know, in our situations, you know, how much of, if we looked at our day, <laughs> you know, is that like, what, what percentage of our day would that be? Would that be like 1%, 2%, you know, 5%? But I love on the, at least on the iPhone, I don't know if on yeah. your phone, it has this little, how often, like, how do you spend your screen time? And mm-hmm. it does this little chart kind of Oh, thing. yeah. Um, I wish they had one of those for prayer or for virtues. Yeah. You know, where it would just show up on a graph. Mm-hmm. Um, I think virtues are positive habits right. that we develop. Mm-hmm. And if it's taken us this long to have a negative habit, it's going to take us a little while to develop a positive habit. Right. So I think we have to be, even if we did have a monitor on how much time am I spending, right. um, we have to be patient with ourselves, knowing that it's going to take a while to extinguish the negative habit and develop that positive mm-hmm. virtue. Right. Because as they say, patience is, is a, virtue, a virtue, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, patience is a virtue and it and it takes time. But you know, are we willing to really change our habits versus do we just not want to do the things we don't want to do, you know? And um and, and Saint Paul admits this, you know, that virtue is a challenge. You know, he's mm-hmm. it's like I, I do the things that I don't want to do and I don't do the things that I want to do. Um, you know, and it's it's this process of like what are those things in our life and and how are we asking God to be a part of them? I think there's some men's groups that meet that have like an accountability partner. Right. So once a week you kind of find out, or people that have a spiritual director, um, am I pretty much being faithful to this commitment of developing this positive habit? For sure. There's an interesting um, uh, Native American um, kind of tale uh, story you know, as Christians, we can we can find truth kind of in all places mm-hmm. uh, in life. And there was kind of a, along these lines. There's a very interesting little little story, kind of that kind of speaks to something of what we're talking about today. Uh, and the little story goes like this: One evening, an elderly Cherokee brave uh, told his grandson about a battle uh, that goes on inside people. He said, "My son, the battle is between two wolves inside all of us. One is evil." It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. Uh, The other wolf is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson uh, thought, 
thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, well, which wolf wins? And the old Cherokee simply replied, the one that you feed. So I, you know, maybe we've heard that before. And uh, I think there's something true. Like, what are we, what are we focusing on, you know, in our lives? Because what, what we have our eyes on, what we're focusing on is probably going to want what we're going to move towards. Are we focusing on these negative things or is there something higher we're shooting for, which would be this kind of call of, of virtue? And I think the image of Peter um, asking Jesus if they're, they're in the boat, there's a storm, Jesus is on the water. Peter says, call me out. Let me walk on the water to you. And Jesus mm-hmm. goes, okay, come on out. And Peter, as long as he has his eyes on Jesus, is on the top of the water. As soon as he looks at the waves and the wind, sinks like a rock. Mm-hmm. You know, I think as long as we keep our eyes on Jesus and that positive habit that we're trying to develop, mm-hmm. um, the wolf that we're trying to feed, that other wolf eventually will die of starvation. Um, mm-hmm. And the waves and the wind will eventually calm down as we keep our eyes on Jesus. For sure. So, um, just a little thought on, on virtues and kind of what are we moving towards in life? Maybe kind of maybe identify those spots uh, in our life that we want change, uh, and think about like, well, how can I, how can I change my thinking? How can I change my acting, so that I'm not looking, you know, at, at this thing anymore, but kind of moving towards, um, towards something good. So I'm definitely going to be looking to play guitar a little more and maybe go for some hikes. Uh, we got holy hiking probably coming up here. Oh, that's right. Coming up here soon now that the now that the weather is great, yeah. and um, so, what are we looking at and what are we moving towards? I think that could be just good thought and reflection for us today. So, yep. So keep your eyes on Jesus. Feed the wolf that is the virtuous. And we'll I'll keep doing that. And oh, one more thought too. You know, as, as for for Lent, you know, whatever you're doing for Lent, maybe kind of assess that. You know, and this idea of virtue is kind of this ongoing thing. That Lent, you know, really isn't. I mean, it does end. You know, certainly at uh, at Holy Week and Easter. But whatever we were choosing to do during Lent really ideally should be able to be carried on, you know, kind of throughout mm-hmm. the rest of our year and the rest of our life. You know, so maybe do a little self-assessment. You know, was it too hard? Uh, was it too easy? You know, so, you know, because really, you know, the whole of our lives should be continuing to be um, converted uh, towards towards the Lord and towards virtuous living. So uh, can we take that as we as we go from go from here? So absolutely. All right, well, let's, uh, let's close that out with prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. We give you thanks and praise for the gift of our, of our lives, of our church, uh, of this call to be virtuous, uh, of men and women who strive uh, for excellence you know, in our lives. Uh, we ask for your forgiveness in the times that we uh, have failed uh, to do all that we've needed to do to be the virtuous and holy men and women we've called us to be, we ask you to, to give us strength, knowing that you will be with us uh, in all the places in our life, um, all the people that we encounter. Give you thanks and praise for this gift of this day, and keep us safe as we go from here. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody. Thanks for being uh, with us. Hope you have a great week. And prayers for everyone as we, we enter into Holy Week next week. So... Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Adios.